All right, welcome everyone. We're back, and today we have Ron Saharian with us. Ron is a co-founder and managing partner of Profit First Professionals. Having built multiple companies in the staffing industry, Ron leads Profit First's membership of world-class accountants, bookkeepers, and business coaches who guide entrepreneurs to the highest degree of profitability. He has over 15 years of experience in managing organizational growth, is a thought leader in business cash flow management, and is a popular speaker on the topic of, you guessed it, profit. Welcome, Ron. So great to have you on the show. Yeah, Tatiana, thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. So, Ron, I know that, um, and you know that I know some <laughs> something about Profit First, but for our uh, audience, could you pr- give us um, a little bit of a of a background of what Profit First is, how it came about, and just some background information so that our audience understands it better? Sure, absolutely. So my business partner, Mike Michalowicz, he's an author and an entrepreneur. He's a serial entrepreneur, quite honestly. And um, the only time he really ever made money is when he sold his companies, and he couldn't figure out why. And so he found out why. And it's not because entrepreneurs are, you know, ignorant, they don't know what they're doing. But what Mike determined was that it was the system. The system was flawed. And so he wrote a book, Profit First. I highly recommend everybody listening, go out and get it. It's a wonderful read. And what Profit First is, is a pay yourself first cash flow system. A system that has been designed to, one, pay the business owner first, if not more, two, to reserve a war chest of cash for Uncle Sam, regardless of what your liabilities are. No one likes to pay taxes, but, you know, we have to pay them, so let's have some money set aside. And three is the focus on profit. Even if that profit is three, 3.5%, business owners can begin to pay down their debt. They can celebrate the health of the company, or they can hire. And when business owners can hire, people have jobs. When people have jobs, it relieves a lot of the stress from the home life. So in 2014, um, Mike, Mike approached me and asked me if I wanted to join him in building a company called Profit First Professionals to support the teachings in the book. And so my organization, uh, which Tatiana is a member of, uh, are accountants, bookkeepers, and financial coaches that have been certified in this unique methodology that's able to implement the system into any business of any size, any domain. And it really is providing entrepreneurs with clarity, with a system, with relief that they have a system, and it's empowering them to really, really focus on growing their business. So that's what we're here to do. Awesome. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Profit First. As soon as I read the book, I joined the organization. So totally and absolutely in love with it. Um, I've seen it in action, which is why I love it so much. But um, could you go into kind of how the system works and why why it works and why many entrepreneurs find themselves in what Mike calls a survival trap. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so as I indicated uh, earlier, we, we believe that it's a flawed system. And the flawed system is pretty simple. It's something that everybody's been taught. And that system is sales, 
minus expenses equal profit. Okay. That what we're saying here, and everybody listening knows this, sell, 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 occur expense, occur expense, and what you have left over is the profit. Leftover, leftover. But with profit, you can hire, you can celebrate the health of the company, you can do so much good. So why are we putting profit last? And so while structurally it makes sense, behaviorally it's wrong. Okay. What comes first gets measured, right? What comes last is an afterthought. And so, you know, if you're playing kickball and you're picked last, chances are you're an undesirable. And so why, why would we put profit last? So what we're saying that the, the new world, if you will, the correct behavioral behavior formula is sales minus profit equal expenses. Sell, 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 take your profit off the top and run your business on what's left over. It's kind of the essence of the program. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you basically kind of um, change the formula to address the behavior, the typical Mm -hmm. behavior of an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And because, you know, we're, you ask most accountants um, how to pay yourself. Well, you simply sell minus your expenses and whatever is left over. And it doesn't have to be that way. So within within the P, P doesn't just represent profit. P represents, in our world, owner's pay. As an owner, you should be paying yourself first. Two, tax. You know, we have to reserve money for Uncle Sam. They are going to want their money. Three, of course, profit. You should have profit. Okay, it helps with the EBITDA of the company, right? You can do so much good. Also, security. Security. Under this system, we're advocating three to six months of core capital available at the household and in the business. And five, purpose. What is the purpose? And so profit first is constructed. It's a cash flow system that utilizes bank accounts. Bank accounts represent envelopes. And so the system is loosely modeled after grandmother's envelope budgeting methodology. Are you, are you familiar with that, Tatiana? Um, I'm not, but uh, I am sort of from the book. <laughs> so, so grandmother's envelope methodology is a behavioral cash flow system that I, my mom grew up on. I grew up on. Uh, in Australia, they had maybe cans. In Germany, I know they had ceramics. So it's a pay yourself concept. And what happens was grandmother had basically four envelopes. She had her food envelope. She had her rent envelope. She had her church envelope. And she had her um, clothing. Okay. And so each time grandma would say, get a dollar, she would put a quarter into each one of those envelopes. When she went to the grocery store, she didn't bring all the envelopes. She only brought the food envelope. Why? Because when resources are plentiful, we tend to exhaust them. When resources are limited, we tend to be creative, innovative, do more with less. So if grandma went to the food store with all four of those envelopes, you know, maybe she would buy something a little bit more than 
you know, a, a generic piece of meat, right? Maybe she would spend something a little extra because she had it here. So, you know, but in reality, by only bringing one envelope, okay, with its desired purpose, you're actually putting guardrails around the money that you don't want to spend for unintended purposes. And so the, the profit first structure is based upon five foundational accounts. You have an income account, you have a profit account, you have an owner's pay account, you have a tax account, you have an OPEX account. And basically, we, we have taught our, our members like Tatiana on how to architect these bank accounts in this cash flow and then to do an analysis to determine what percentage of the revenue should be allocated into each one of those purposeful bank accounts. Okay. And so as income comes on in, maybe one or 2%, if you're just starting out, goes into the profit account. Another 1%, maybe it goes into the tax. Another 1% maybe goes into the profit. And then basically you're running your business on whatever is left over. And so you can't use anything in those other accounts to other than their intended purposes. And so this, this allows business owners to literally follow their instincts, their behaviors, because most business owners do not look at a P&L, an income statement, a balance sheet, and say, holy cow, wow, this is so enlightening. I'm going to use this information. I'm going to course correct. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. <laughs> right, Tatiana, they look, they yep. get up every morning, they open their bank account, they look at their bank account and they say, I have this much money to spend. And then they spend it. Yep. <laughs> right. And so we, we, we want to prevent that spending because that money there is not allocated for it. So under this methodology, the entrepreneur can simply still get up every day and what they have in their OPEX is what they're able to spend. If they have expenditures or obligations that they cannot pay after doing the allocations, it's telling them they can't afford it. They have to start smaller. And it's the business screaming that something's off, whether it's pricing, whether it's margins, whether the expenses are out of control. And the beauty of this, of working with a certified profit first professional, our, our members are able to get into it and literally work on what we call profit levers. How do we get the most out of this company? How, do, how can we look to improve margins? How can we improve efficiencies? What do we want to reduce? Double work, rework, okay, turnover, complaints. And really, it, it, it's about working with the profit first professional to not only alleviate the pains that a business owner is experiencing, but as equally as important is achieving the wants, the wants. And so it, it, we can't forget that. So Tatiana is able to architect this system in a way that maybe you want to send your kid to private school. Maybe you want to be philanthropic. Maybe you would like a, you know, a new pool. Right. Let's use the business as the number one wealth creator to help the business owner achieve these goals. Yep. I mean, this system has, is, is so powerful that in so, so many 
entrepreneurs can connect to kind of being in the state of survival of living from payment to payment from um, next big project to the following big project and so on that it takes um, it takes a while for them to get into this new habit to build this new habit of being in profit first. I mean, I don't know if you know kind of how I got into profit first, but I've, before I read the book and before I became profit first professional, I actually had a client who in 2015, I believe it was, or maybe 2014 even, um, was struggling. He made a couple of b business decisions that resulted in him needing to borrow during, mm -hmm. um, his like most cash crunch month. Right. And he, since then he's been borrowing every time, every year during the same months. And his debt grew to about a million dollars. And, and once uh, in the one, one evening he texts me, you know, I, I, I read this book profit first. That's it. We're doing it. I set up the accounts. You're going to do the transfers of this much and this much and this much every day. Um, and <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> right. he did, he did, I mean, he did get paid every day. So for him waiting two weeks, um, till the 10th or the 25th, which is what, what's mm -hmm. advisable in the book wasn't, um, good enough in a sense that it wasn't, um, he would have to part with a pretty large sum of money on the 10th and the 25th. So mm -hmm. it was easier for him to do it a little bit every day. He started with 1%. Yep. Um, a year later, he stopped borrowing. Great. Um, and then three years later, he was down to about 500,000. Wow. And then a year later, I read the book <laughs> and I joined the organization because I saw how powerful it was. And honestly, um, I now work with clients and I see, and I help them implement the system and so on. But in the beginning, it's always a little bit of a, an adjustment in a sense that Clients are very tempted to borrow from some of the accounts. Oh, yeah. You start seeing that tax account build up and you see something that you would like to invest in. Uh, you know, you take that money from Peter and give it to Paul. You know, yep. you're plowing money back into the business and, and not being more efficient and doing more with less. Yeah. Yeah. So my client, you know, this, this success story actually – um, did some pretty amazing things with, you know, with the help of Profit First. He approached, he looked at how can I save money without um, necessarily sacrificing the efficiency and the quality of the business. Um, so you can't just start cutting uh, just for the sake of cutting expenses. Right. And he realized he had a um, commercial space, you know, um, like a storefront and also a an office. And um, he approached both landlords and said, listen, I, you know, you have empty spaces next to me. Um, if I move out, um, you won't be able to rent it for a while. Um, but you know, if you work with me, I am working, you know, on my cash flow on improving my cash flow, and I'm working with this profit first system. And, you know, I know that I will get out of it. If you work with me, give me a reduction. And both landlords worked with him. They gave him significant right rent reductions on commercial rent in New York city. It's, I mean, it's unheard of. <laughs> and, um, and that helped him kind of tighten up the ship and reduce his expenses without sacrificing the company operations. That's awesome. That is. And, and one of the, the, the 
Uh, your audience is probably familiar with the 401k, uh, which is the number one savings vehicle in all of America. And why that is so uh, works so well is because it's profit first esque. Basically, we're taking the money off the top, we're putting it uh, out of reach, and you are penalized if you go get that money. Right. And so when, when profit first, I mean, not profit first, when 401s first came out, you know, I put 3% in, then five, then 10. And two years later, I, I'm, I'm talking to my wife and we both have 15% of our top line salaries or whatever that is going into the 401k. And we're still living the same lifestyle because it's not available to us because it, we're not tempted to spend it. And so as your listeners read Profit First, I highly encourage, read it, read it, read it. It is conceptually so simple, right? All we're doing is take a little bit of money and allocating it for a purpose. However, the devils are always in the details, okay? It's never that simple, as you know, Tatiana, just like getting rich in the stock market, right? All you got to do is... Sell low and buy high. Sell, 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 you know, high, buy low. I mean, that's it. Just like profit first. So my experience in doing this over six years is even the most sophisticated professionals get stuck. There's nuances that pop up all the time. And, you know, the curriculum that Tatiana and other profit first professionals have to go through is quite intensive. Additionally, they have to all experience it and run it in their business. Walk the talk you know, get good at this stuff. And so, you know, I do highly encourage everybody to try to do it on their own. Okay. But when you're really getting to a point where you're not sure, or if you're talking to another professional that isn't certified and they're not sure, well, that's a red flag because we really don't want anybody guessing on our finances. We don't want anybody guessing on, you know, our cash flow and hoping that it's right. So, you know, just like going to the gym. Okay, you can go to the gym and get a great workout. But if you go to the gym with a personal trainer, you're going to get the results faster. You're going to have the desired outcomes quicker and you're not going to hurt yourself. So by working with a certified profit first professional, you're basically not going to hurt your cash flow. You're not going to upset the apple cart. You're going to get the desired results quicker and faster without anything really upsetting what you're currently doing. Yep, absolutely. And profit first professionals often can just help make sure that you're, first of all, you know where you're going. So the book talks about the current allocation percentages, what you have now, and then also the target allocation percentages. So cap and tap and getting from cap to tap, if you're kind of far off, can be, get tricky. You yeah. may not necessarily see right away on your own kind of like what, where do you even begin cutting expenses? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, right. And that, that's the easiest thing to do, though, is to cut expenses. It's after you, you said, and the rule of thumb with cutting expenses is, do I need this for the survivability of the company? Like right now, that's what we all got to look at is, do I need this expense for the survivability of the company? And chances are no, right? And so it's once you cut that, then what do you do? Right? How do you get to these percentages? How, how, how do you follow the front windshield approach of the game plan that, you know, Tatiana just created for you? Well, you know, that's what we call profit levers. Okay. Uh, whether it's looking for an increase in margin, 
looking for uh, more sales with higher margins, really also looking at burden. There's so many businesses that don't calculate burden right, and they forget a lot of this stuff. So it really is beneficial working with an accounting professional that is consultative, that has uh, delivered systems, processes, uh, in addition to the compliance aspect of it. But it really is working with a professional who's you know walked this talk before. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what Profit First is really doing is it's creating in it's not creating a new habit. It's working with your habit without you having to change yourself. It creates mechanisms to be able to, for you to work with what you've got. Yes, you nailed it. it, it it's, <laughs> it's not changing your, anyone's behaviors. It's actually, you know, working with your behaviors. Um, the system is trying to change our behaviors. I mean, I, I, I love financials and I like reading them and I understand them, uh, but they're usually histor historical. I've already known what happened, but this is a front windshield approach to your cash flow management. This will show you what you need to do in order to achieve X, Y, and Z. And that usually results in putting more money in your pocket. Yep, absolutely. And um, if you were to, if someone is listening right now and is thinking, either have read the book or haven't read the book yet and, and finds it interesting, what would be the one thing that you could suggest them to start with today mm -hmm. to, to change their situation. Let's say if they can, if they can relate and they can know, um, and they, and they know, for example, that they are stuck they're that they're in the survival trap, that they're living from paycheck to paycheck. Right. Where would they, would you recommend them to start? If they've read the book, uh, the best thing they can do is identify what one of their number one issues are. And that might be paying themselves. Unfortunately, many business owners they haven't begun to pay themselves. They pay themselves last after everybody else. My suggestion would be to open up another bank account, title that bank account, owners pay, allocate 1% into that bank account, okay, on the 10th and 25th of every month and watch it build. And the only thing you can use that money for is to pay yourself. That's, that's the first step is taking action, realizing that there is a better way out there, that the world is is not flat. It's not flat. And understanding that, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't matter where you are, where you've been. It's what you're doing today. Everybody has to start somewhere. So if you're starting with negative cash in the bank, you're starting with, you know, owing some taxes, you're starting, you know, with, not a great situation. Well, realize that's okay and realize there's a path forward. And to take the first step of reading the book, the second step of opening a bank account, the third step of, okay, this is great. Take a breath and know that there's actually a way out there in a system. And there's experts in this system that can help you keep moving forward on this journey and helping you create a, a better company for yourself. And it's, and that it's possible. It's possible to have a healthy company, highly profitable mm -hmm. with, and that's, that's tight and efficient and an amazing business and is a pleasure to manage. It's fun. Uh, you know, one of the examples is my buddy, um, 
you know, he, he, he hasn't been showing a profit in probably 15, 20 years. Um, it's up and down his business. He makes a lot of money, but it's a cash basis. And he, it, it's not really a well-run organization. And he wanted to sell it because he hated it. But he couldn't get anything for it. He's got no processes, no systems, no documentation, wasn't showing a profit. His EBITDA was nothing. Here's a $3 million company that he would get pennies on the dollar. Crazy. So, you know, five years ago, he realized this and we started taking small steps, small steps. The first step is to show a profit, to actually have systems. So this was this cash flow system. Five years later, he's not interested in selling his business anymore. It's under control. Yeah. He's enjoying it again. He's adding more systems. And, you know, it didn't happen overnight. It took him five years to get to a place that, you know, took 20 years to get to in the first place. Right. Yeah. So, excuse me, this isn't profit first is not a get rich quick scheme. It is 100% successful when you work with it and you stick to it. It's also the only time that I will tell a business owner to lower the bar. If you can't start off with these percentages of the book, don't start off with the percentages of the book. Start small, get your profit first muscle memory, and then add more percentages and more accounts and more percentages and more accounts. Yep. I agree. Totally. It's it's a wonderful system. I love it with all my heart. It's It changes businesses every day. Yeah. And right now, I mean... In these times, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. So, you know, again, it, it doesn't matter where we were, doesn't matter where we are. What matters is what is the action steps that we're taking today to improve? That's all. Yep. Absolutely. Ron, thank you so much uh, for great insight. I'm so happy to have Profit First topic on, on the show. Thanks so much for your time and for agreeing to come to, on to the show. You know, it's my pleasure. And I'm so happy that you're a member of our organization. You, you make our membership that much stronger. So thank you and keep doing the great work that you're doing for your community out there. Thanks so much, Ron. All right. Bye-bye.